Just a quick FYI, they're swearing in this episode. Hi everybody, my name is Misha, aka Refilling My Wallet. And my name is David. And this is Finance Fails and Cocktails. What are you drinking today? <laughs> so, remember last week I said I'm going to make the drink better? Yes. Okay, so I think I did. I'm scared to drink this. Well, let's try <laughs> it and I'll explain it. Well, let's see. Do you like it? Okay, so it's like a daiquiri. It's like a daiquiri. So I call it ready for summer. <laughs> I took the the seltzer, the whatever it was called, fruit crush seltzer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember we didn't like it. It was like Correct. just too like nothing so i crushed or blended some raspberries and i blended some blueberries i threw some of the seltzer in and then i put some pink lemonade no ice there's no ice in it oh really yeah i was gonna say i think i'd like it blended with ice i don't like you don't like the chunks of of seeds i tried to strain it and it just like wasn't really working (laughs) so but it does taste good a lot better than that original drink i think this might be my new like summer thing because it's super healthy <laughs> sure there's fruit in it a Healthier. lot of fruit in it yeah. i Whatever. guess if you're gonna eat fruit one way might as well have this is fun like, doing it so in my mind um i had this idea for for summer that i think would be a lot of fun all right so i want to get a sign like a wood board and paint on it and like put the sign that it's gonna say happy hour out back and we're gonna put it in front of our house And then our neighbors will like know like, oh, happy hours out back and we can be out back and they can bring their kids. We can pop the gate open so they all know. Yes, I think it'd be so fun. We're trying to rekindle or well. Our group of our neighbors. We moved here and we didn't really have a chance to make friends because it was like the beginning of the pandemic. And Halloween, we like got to meet some of them and um, some of them have like young kids. So I just think it would be really cool to like... I mean, and we live, we don't live on like a busy street, so it's not like, on a court. it's not like, uh, you know, random people will be, I mean, I would be fine. If anyone from the neighborhood wanted to come back, I would be fine. So I think we should <laughs> do that. People who like love true crime are probably listening to this. Like, what the f- are you doing? You psychopath. You know, we'll just leave our front door open and be like, come on in. N- absolutely not. <laughs> we'll, the sign will say head out back. <laughs> <laughs> With an arrow. With an arrow. And we've got the um, recording device on the door. So like, yeah, we'll be ring. safe. Um, I did want to take a moment, um, given like what's happening in the world right now with Russia invading Ukraine to like, just let everyone know, um, you know, we're thinking of, the ukraine as a whole people who are in the ukraine people who are ukrainian and in america i'm sure you know if you have family there it's definitely not a good time right now so yeah this one i sort of telling my friends over the weekend it's sort of hitting a little bit home because at our high school we had a fair amount of like ukrainians we did so like i know these people personally so it's sort of tough to it is. Hear about what's going on. Um, it's definitely, like, unimaginable. Like, we really, in our time, haven't experienced anything like this. I mean, the closest thing, I would say, is 9-11. But even that was, like, one, since it was only on U.S. turf for, what, that day, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, ugh, it's yeah. sad. And it annoys me, um, just in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree. I've been following it. It's... Yeah, you've you've definitely been like consuming a lot of the the news. It's kind of hard for me to do, which you know is very privileged statement for me to be able to say that I don't really want to you know take in too much of it. But uh, I just felt like we should um, at least hold a little bit of space for that and yeah, encourage people to you know look into it and make sure you're using reputable sources and um, do what you think you should and can do. Yeah. Uh, Netflix, there's this documentary, I'm pretty sure it's a documentary, Winter on Fire, and it talks about the Ukrainian, like, um, from 2014, when they were having, or 2013, 2014, when Mm -hmm. they were having, like, trying to get a free government and stuff established over there. It's a good, good starting place to do a little background. Yeah, that's good. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, okay, what did I write down? I don't know what this says. Oh, oh, wait. I did want to say, if you're thinking like, hey, 
this war could be beneficial to my business in some way and I should promote it. Think about something else. Like we we had a friend who's um, lender uh, for her home, which she like got a couple years ago. She They called and left a voicemail and said, the, the lender called and left a voicemail and said that um, you might hear Athena drinking water right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, they called off the voicemail and said, hey, like, you know, this was the day that Russia invaded. Um, and she basically was like, oh, because Russia has invaded, like, this is going to affect mortgage rates. We're going to see really, really low rates. Consider refinancing. Um, also, you know, I, I do have a son who could, you know, get called up because he's in the, the service. And um, so I am thinking of you. But... You know, war doesn't have to be all bad or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, like, I mean, She sent it to us. So it was pretty bad. And it, no, if you think like this is a this will no shut up. Think about something else. Like people are dying, so do something else. Um, yeah, I think I think it's important that one of the crypto YouTubers sort of talked about this. He's like, it's okay for you to like be worried about like your assets and stuff because things are going to change you know but to literally call someone uh, i don't and, know like, i mean i guess you can silently in your head be worried about your assets um but people are dying people's children are gonna die like this is this is not the time to be like oh you know the market's gonna tank or a lot of like who the fuck cares people are dying yeah, I, I, I the market will recover. You cannot save people's lives, and I stand that, oh, by that's that. hundred percent. So yeah, I don't, I don't think now. Now it's been a week, maybe. I don't think now is the time to even consider talking. Like, oh, how is this going to affect my future? How is this going to protect my retirement? You get to retire. Yeah, and a lot of these people are not going to. So, can it, crypto man? <laughs> <laughs> that's not to you but to, yeah, the, to, the to, guy. The, to the guy i don't know i just think it's no anyways um sorry that was a little heavy but i just felt like we needed to hold space for that so yeah. um okay so last week we were talking you like said oh you're going to mexico and then i went on a tangent about something else and we never came back to the fact that i was going to mexico you don't remember this, but no. trust me, <laughs> it happened because I listened back. Okay. Um, so I went to Mexico for a bachelorette party. I had a lot of fun. Got to see a lot of friends. Um, and I know some people are going to be like, oh, what about COVID? Um, someone was like, you can get COVID going to Target, which you very much can. Like People have messaged me and they're like, oh, yeah, I went you know, to Europe. And I came back and I got COVID from my annoying coworker. So <laughs> yeah, really. it's like, it's... Our mask mandate is about to lift, so hopefully the cases are down. Hopefully people are getting vaccinated and are, you know, being able to fight this off. Yeah, which, I mean, it's crazy to think about. We've been in this two years. It's March now. I think that's when the lockdown started. It is. Started, it was, so. like, right before St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Because um, our, our little shuffle got canceled. Or what do you call <laughs> it? A pub crawl. Um, anyways, so we went on a bachelorette party. It cost me, by the time it's all said and done, about $500. And then I flew there, so paid for some use points. But so that was nice. Um, but it's it's kind of worth it to me. Whenever we like do things for or with our friends or family, or have these experiences, it's usually worth it to me because I don't know my my dad died when I was when he was fifty six, and I just that's just a reminder that you know your your life is not promised. So like experience it, even though we're on this debt-free journey, I'm happy to to spend money on that because it's it's important to me. And those are the memories I'm going to hopefully carry with me. And it's not going to be like, oh, remember when you got debt-free four months sooner because you didn't go on that bachelorette party? Like, I don't, I don't want to, I personally don't want to live that way. So. Yeah. And I think that's the thing you got away too. Like you don't want to completely starve yourself of, you know of like uh, activities and doing stuff right so I, like i think you said it's uh sort of gotta calculate you know if it only costs you an extra like two weeks for example of being debt free probably worth it not to miss out on you know this once, once uh, ever yeah bachelorette party so yeah it's it's important but um tying into that i have paused my debt-free journey 
um, for the foreseeable future because we have a lot of things coming up. We're going, I'm going to Disney World for the first time ever. Yep. Um, and Chi City. And Chicago. I don't, do they call it Chi City or is that just, you know, like when people call it Cali and they don't like when you call it Cali? I'm pretty sure Kanye calls it Shy City. Well, nobody cares about Kanye. <laughs> I'm not even saying his name on one time <laughs> in this podcast. That man is despicable. Um, so Chicago, and then we've got our Ireland wedding. I'm gonna have two, at least two bachelor bachelor parties. You're gonna have two bachelor party, at least maybe three. Um, we've got three weddings after Ireland. So I want to like pad my um travel funds so that it's not um i don't want to go back into debt for this and um that's what kind of what we used to do is we would just fund it with debt and i think it's i think it's more important for me to pause my journey and experience these things and save cash and cash flow them than it is for me to do the other option or not go i can relate i sold some crypto for cash basically what to, you didn't uh, tell me this. Uh, yeah, to get ready for the Ireland trip. Cause, uh, How much crypto did you sell? My goal was to stash away $1,000 from crypto. I got to like 680 I still got a couple trades I want to make. but And of course, as soon as I did that, it uh, shot up <laughs> a day or two does. later. So that sort of sucked. But it's one of those things like it can also go down. So Very true. Decided to pull the trigger and lock that in and... No, I'll have to worry about it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to talk about your big finance fail? Your oh, recent we're talking one. about that on this It's uh, It's episode? right here. It's uh, written down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wasn't prepared for this. Um, so David did his crypto taxes, and they are quite ugly. Um, yes. So last year I did them, but I, I like did them fully, but I sort of like half-assed it because some things were like, you, we don't know when you bought this from. So I basically had to be like $0 cost basis. And uh, last year I didn't care too much. So this year I tried to use the same software, but part of the problem is it couldn't track like half my transactions. So I ended up buying another one. I ended up spending like $370 on crypto software. Cha-ching! Yeah, to try and track this stuff. And the second one I did buy, it actually worked pretty well. Um, it basically said I made a capital gains of a certain amount, and I was like, that is not true. <laughs> so I did go through and I reviewed Wait, like... how much did it say? Huh? How much did it say? Oh, I didn't specify, but uh, it said like 18000 Which you didn't like. So... At one point, I did have that. Okay. But I did... 18000 did not go to my bank account. Here's what is needs to be said. When David says, I have $18,000, he means the crypto that he had... On paper. No. He means the crypto that he had was valued at $18,000. But there was... It didn't go anywhere. It's kind of like your investments, basically. Like... Your investments currently are valued at whatever well, they are. Sell at that but unless price. you sell, you don't have anything. Correct. So long story short, what ended up happening is some over the course of like twenty twenty one, I reviewed a couple of things and I got it down to like I think like uh, fifteen thousand or sixteen thousand and capital gains. I was like, okay, that's probably accurate. So I was only sh- I only shaved off like two grand mm-hmm. for tax purposes. And what Misha's trying to say Wait, is like, what? What am I trying to say? No, I'm saying so. Like, since I had that, like eighteen thousand, it has since lost value because we've been in sort of a bear market the past two or three months. So I no longer <laughs> had that amount of money. So what one thing that I should have, I sort of knew this, but I didn't fully know this is I always thought with crypto, it was like once I get it to cash or send it to a bank, that's when I thought it was like really taxed mm-hmm. and uh that is not the case anytime you make a trade it is considered a taxable event so you know some of these deals i made like two grand on like forty five hundred dollars on. okay okay again when you're saying you made you mean it was valued at that when you sold it or what are you saying well so for example that one i 
put in 500 bucks and went up to like $5,200. I so that's up, what counts. So I ended up cashing it out at like 4700 So that whole event right there and tax purposes, they basically said at some point in time, you, you made $4,200 on this. So we are going to tax you on this $4,200 that you made. So whether I what so it doesn't matter if I would have like sent it to my bank account doesn't matter if I would have traded it for another cryptocurrency at that point in time they said you made forty two hundred dollars the issue is I went off and traded it for another crypto that tanked like fifty sixty seventy percent so that forty two hundred I no longer had <laughs> right. it came like two thousand dollars so okay there's a couple things you need to know David doesn't just go mm-hmm. in and buy bitcoin and that's it he doesn't just like buy he is very heavily intrigued by the crypto (laughs) market crypto is like the overarch it's like saying money basically um saying the word money because money can be dollars money can be a credit card like whatever so david doesn't just buy bitcoin and call it a day and make it a simple thing like we do with our investment accounts david will go and buy and invest i guess in different crypto projects or different nfts or this that and the other and he makes multiple trades and i a very long time ago told myself like okay this is david's hobby I don't care what he does with his hobby. I do not care. Like, he doesn't spend very much money. It doesn't cost us money from our paychecks, like back when we had joint finances. So I didn't care. Um, it was, I think he was getting like 10 bucks a month. He would get from and fund money for this. So in my mind, I'm viewing crypto as if he liked to gamble. So like, okay, he likes to go to the casino and that's his money. So if I never see it again, who cares? I don't care now i care (laughs) and the reason she cares is time i got it all sorted out it's like you owe forty seven hundred dollars in crypto taxes so which to be clear is just crypto taxes are regular taxes i don't know why he said crypto taxes because of your crypto dealings you owe forty seven (laughs) hundred dollars We had about $5,300 that was supposed to be refunded to us from the government because we had a kid and that kid got a stimulus check, which we didn't get because he was born in 2021. And we, he was also supposed to get the child tax credit, which we never got because he was born in 2021 and we never updated it because we tried and it wasn't there. So in my mind, I see like fifty. $5,300 that's supposed to be coming back to us. David then goes to enter his crypto transactions, which then essentially got rid of all of it. Yes. Actually, do we owe? uh, I think we do owe a little bit. So I am a little bit irritated about this because I was hoping to use that money for... Upstart. For Upstart. And and, and for our medical kids' bills. medical bills, um, like it, that was the it, goal. It was really frustrating for me too, because um, like I I should have known this, but I've never twenty twenty one was like the best year I've ever had in crypto, so I've never really had to um, like really care or pay attention about it. And this was the first year that I had to had to do that. Right. So it was. Um, very frustrating. We still haven't submitted our taxes, um, but that's basically <laughs> what it's going to be. And so this this is the first time we are also doing our taxes as we have separate finances. So we're still filing jointly, but I mean, I don't, there's no fair way in my mind to, to do this, except everything we owe, in my opinion, David's going to pay. Say that again? So, because we're going to owe, like, a couple hundred dollars... Yeah. Oh, okay, you, yeah. I'll David has it. to pay it. Yeah, which makes sense. So, and I mean, some people might be, like, saying, um, oh, well, David should give you, you know, $2,500, which technically, in my opinion, would make sense that David gives me $2,500 because technically, like, the taxes was 
like that would have been what we got back would have been 2500 each essentially and now that's all gone <sighs> so i think the two things i learned from this one if i do sell crypto for a big profit i'm gonna start just at that point in time i'm gonna take the cash sort of like put it in a separate account and have it ready for tax time and then two i uh i hate selling things for a loss like i just don't like doing it and uh this year already i've sold a couple things that i'm like don't think this is coming back just gonna take my loss and move on with life so that should help our taxes next year i don't think it's gonna help forty seven hundred dollars worth but i think the losses i have sold i could see it definitely impact and you know 500 to 1500 next year next year you're going to have to pay whatever the loss is like whatever it goes like i'm going to put everything in and whatever is different you have to pay that whether it goes to me or to the i think that's fair because if i'm not like sharing in the benefits of it and it's impacting us both negatively and i think that's fair (laughs) so i just feel wrong again remember i'm married to this person i do like him um I'm not going to make him pay $2,500 because he doesn't necessarily have $2,500 to give. That would hurt my Ireland fund a little bit. So <laughs> it it is it is frustrating, but it is, you know, c'est la vie, right? You know, I will say this. I'm glad it's a lesson I learned that this amount of money, because I do seriously see crypto <laughs> getting higher than this. So I'm glad I learned this now versus when I crack 100000 and, uh, okay, so again, and then we gotta pay thirty thousand in tax. I d- don't talk to me. Come on, oh. people, give me some love out there. No, I guarantee <laughs> people are gonna be very upset with you. But it's okay, guys. No pitchforks. It's it's fine. Um, I will say this. Okay. You know, I gotta give myself a little kudos. Do not here. give him any kudos. If I sold this stuff for cash, that actually shows you I did know what I was sort of doing with crypto. So it only I took would... me like eight years, but Okay. So this <laughs> is why David and I do not give financial advice, especially related to crypto, on what to buy and what to do. Because this kid doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, I have plenty of ninety percent losses out there. I'll be honest, but so, also has some good winners. When we do David decrypts crypto, notice how David's not like go to this website and buy this thing because David is a regular person. Cryptocurrency is gambling, so it's playing a game. David's not very good at the game right now. <laughs> um, maybe if he it hits big and he can sell it and then give me twenty five hundred dollars one day. I'm hoping to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, watch five years from now and be like, remember that twenty five hundred I cost you? I got you. Cool. I want my own Audi. <laughs> Don't know if I'll ever get that point, but mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna pay off the Audi with the crypto. I'm working on it. You're working backwards. <laughs> Anyways, okay. We can we can switch gears to our main finance fail, um, and I think. Uh, I was trying to turn it down. I felt like I was like screaming. Um, Okay, our main finance fail, which is kind of, this is a big one. And I don't think I've ever actually posted about it on refilling my wallet. I had to convince you to talk about it. You did. Because I think this is probably my biggest shame. Like more than the $30,000. I'm real curious to see why. Uh, I'm happy to talk about it. And I like, it shouldn't be. It definitely shouldn't be my biggest shame, but it it is, I think. And so that's probably something I should work on. Um, But yeah, so you want to talk about it? You want me to talk about it? What do you want to talk about? How do you want to start? Uh, I'll start it off, I guess, a little bit. Okay. So what is it now? Four years ago? Three or four years ago? It was 27. I think 20, 2018. 2018. Yeah, it was around this time. Yeah, I think it's four years ago officially. Uh, we decided to launch our own business, and it was it was definitely not like a half-assed idea. It was like let's start a business, ha ha ha. Like we thought about it for a few months. We researched it. We got it. a business plan. We got a business we... plan. We did. It. We made like a LLC. We we uh, like. When we say, like, we got an LLC, like, we went to a lawyer 
and had him, like we paid him. We filed the paperwork that was needed to get the LLC registered in California. Yeah. Um, he sort of gave us some general advice about starting a business and everything. And um, so basically we started a company called One to Five and it was going to be like a social media marketing management, management company. Um, and that was going to encompass like... We were going to do the social media. We were going to help with reviews and like responding to them. And trying we had to, three plans, basically. Trying to get them to like, um, you know, if they if they had a bad experience, we would respond and try to make the experience better. We were going to do photography as well. I think we got back up for a second. The reason this came about is this is what Misha did in a pre... Or I think your it, job, it was the job at, at the that time. time. And um, so her job was paying her, you know... Whatever, Whatever, I can't remember. And and we basically thought we could... So they really cared about this. So part of this plan of starting this company is we thought we had like an 80% chance of us starting this company. Misha would leave her company and do this, but it's going to be cheaper for her company to sign up with us in our business to do this for them versus paying her a salary. So So basically, I wanted to be a consultant for them. Yeah. Because... Doing what she basically was doing for yes, the company. Yes, doing exactly what I was doing, but for a significantly lower price. And my thought was, one, it's considerably cheaper, but two, I just, the job I was doing wasn't a 40-hour-a-week job, and I was basically, like, supposed to be doing 40 hours of work, but there just wasn't that much work. So, in my mind, I was like, well, what if I could just do this for multiple companies, Um have David help me and like we can just launch this business and it's it's like I'm gonna do a lot of because David was gonna still keep working his job and I was gonna really take off with this and David would help on nights and weekends so that was the thought behind it yeah so we thought one we'd land her company and then we did have like another person or two like individual that we thought we could bring on board so Mm -hmm. before we even started this thing we thought of like a few clients that we felt confident that we could uh start out with and so we needed um in our minds we needed money to to start this so we took out a loan i think it was like i think it was ten thousand dollars and it was it was was a personal loan through barclays it was was like 13 or 14 percent interest rate i think and our we were gonna like pay it back within like you know however we were being real no we were being realistic i think we thought it'd take like a year to 18 months to pay back with the money from the company correct and it's kind of it's weird when you do a loan like that because the loan was in our name but we had to give it to the business Correct. Yeah. Which is like weird a little bit because like they. It's basically we took capital from our personal account and invested put it into the business. Essentially, yeah. like we invested in the business, so like the company didn't owe the loan. Correct. We owned owed owed the loan. And um, basically, our reason for that, if people don't know, this company we just created has no assets or anything. The thought of us getting some kind of business loan or something like that is probably not going to happen. We barely got a bank account. Do you remember that? We had to go. So we wanted a business bank account for yes. this money so that it would be make sense. So we went to Chase and you had to like go and talk to a Chase banker. Like you can't just open a business bank account, apparently. Yeah, they definitely have some screening questions like how much you think you're going to make the first year. Show us the business plan. What are your thoughts? La, 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 la. Yeah. And it was it was kind of an intense um moment it was i felt like it was more intense than setting up the llc because oh. like oh yeah yeah like they, they could say no i guess and then we have to go find another bank um luckily we banked with this company personally so i think that that did out. help um so we just we looked at the 10k that we got as like an investment like we need to invest into the company so that we can do the job like i we needed a computer because if we're going to be I was essentially going to have to turn in my work computer, and I would need my own computer. So we bought a computer. We wanted an iPad for, I think, mobile um, uh, Partially, things. too, because... Um, and you needed a, a thing. Um, yeah, we got the iPad, I think, one, because then we could take it to the customer. They could, like, sign our documents, like, our agreements and stuff. We could show them, like, things we've done. You know, it's just... It was, like, it's an like, easier... 
a more travel friendly yeah thing because the computer we got was very like small it was not like a huge computer right <laughs> it's sitting right here we're staring at it um okay so i feel like we started really strong yeah i know like i started marketing to com- local companies so i got um we created like an email template that i started sending out mm-hmm. and we got some software i can't remember if we had to pay for it if it was free they would tell me if they opened the emails and stuff yeah so i could follow up and be like hey mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i it's forget what the email. yeah we saw you like, open the email they, because remember like this was my job essentially was to do this kind of thing so it was like partially sales and partially social media marketing it was a lot of fun um and our first like potential client oh wait we should probably talk about the um 80 sure client okay yeah go ahead so my company i was really hoping would be um the the main initial customer because it was like running 14 branches of this business and it was gonna be like a couple thousand dollars a month essentially which would have been less than whatever they were paying me or however we're going to do it and they chose not to go that route and i actually got fired from the job that i was doing not for her pitching this idea but for something else and so i think we talked about it on the previous podcast but anyway so i lost the job which then took away like essentially two of my thoughts of money so like if I didn't, if they didn't want to hire us, we were, I was just going to stay and say, like, I'm going to be doing this consulting work on the side. If they did, then I was going to. Yeah, I think that's sort of very important. She was, like, still working her job and pitched this to her company. So we, she did not quit. And we then tried to pitch it as, like, hey, if you want to take it, we'd love to do that. And I'll leave. Or if you don't want to, just so you know, I'm going to have this side business. Right. So, um that didn't work out which was a huge blow and that essentially meant like we need to start making money very quickly which people may ask too why did you take out so much we basically took out enough because we wanted to have a year's worth of expenses so in our business plan we wrote out or we came up with a number that we what we thought would run the business for the first year each month so we took out enough so we could basically fund it for that first year right until we got some revenue coming in yes i think we you know like the emails like we had to pay for the the email domain or whatever it is oh yeah we had to buy our url which i think was like eight hundred dollars we really wanted this and we offered like 500 and the person didn't go for it so we ended up having to pay what they had it listed for so that was like eight hundred dollars alone just to get the just to get that we needed the computer and then we needed the the ipad and then like there was just a lot of the upfront we, costs in our mind. Um, we could have probably made it by without buying like a computer and an iPad, but we also didn't like spend stupidly. Like, no, we I did not waste I, any. I feel like the thing we did buy some things that we definitely didn't need. Remember this too. We used our student ID to get a discount on the computer and iPad. I did use that because I highly recommend you still do that. I'm still paying student loans, so why should I not use my student ID? <laughs> so, yeah, we tried to be, like, smart. Like, we bought the cheapest Mac that you could buy. We didn't go buy, like, a $2,000 Mac. Which um, I know some people are like, why didn't you buy a Dell or an HP or a Chromebook? But, yeah. like, the Mac was just... Because she was going to be creating content, too. Uh, one of our packages was, like, we'll create content for you, which... I, was, I am familiar with on, like, Photoshop and stuff on the Mac. Yeah. Um... We the things that we probably didn't need to buy was our apparel. We bought shirts, which, which weren't a ton of money, but yeah. and we liked the idea of like showing up with a very like uniform look, and we wanted people to take us seriously. Um, so we had shirts with our logo on them, um, which I designed. Yep, we and made our own business cards. We got business cards, and again, we're using coupons. We're using you know we're doing everything we can to like save the money that we could yeah and uh, it just well anyways so then the first potential client we did our first i i did my first business pitch do you remember where i was i do not i was on a plane on our way to a cruise so we were on a plane and we sit next to this business guy and he's um talking we're just you know, I started telling people like, "Oh yeah, my I'm a I'm a social media manager. I, I we own our own company, and I'm a social media manager." I just like started telling people that that was my job because 
that's how you're going to get business. Yep, you gotta talk about it. And so I told the guy I'd call him after the cruise, and I did call him, and we set up a consultation call, and I told him everything, and it it didn't end up end up working out, but it was a very good experience to to pitch to him. Yeah, wasn't he like a presenter or something? Didn't he go around like and present? I think he like yeah, like a speech yeah. giver or something, and. I I would say we're and, still connected on LinkedIn, but I deleted my original LinkedIn. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was like very cool because that was probably within the first month we started the business. And yes. here's this guy like I'd love to chat with you guys about it. And that yeah. was just having a natural conversation with him on this airplane. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was really cool. Was I really sort of cool forgot about that one. And our and your family was there at least. Um, we told people at it, about it, like, oh, yeah, we started this business, and, you know, we met this guy on the plane, and it's, he might be our first client, and la, 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 la. Um, our first client, our first paying client, we did get a paying client. We did. Which was very exciting. Do you remember how we got her? Uh, wasn't she your hairstylist or something? Yes. So I randomly found someone to cut my hair because I had cut off all my locks, and I needed, like, someone to do my hair to cut it. Um and we she i was sitting there talking to her and she's like oh what do you do and i was like i am a social media manager and she's like oh i need someone to run mine and a lot because I, what i've learned is a lot of people have no idea how to do it especially like the older generation and not, they, not only that people who do know how to do it don't want to spend their time doing that like she cuts hair she does not want she basically said that to us she's like i don't want to spend my time doing this really and I, I still 100% believe like social media is a great way for you to reach clients, um, especially someone like her. Like you have a very visual business, like you should be on social media. I 100% believe that. Please do not try to hire me for this. Right now. <laughs> I just it's not a project I can take on. But um, I really do. And that was the exciting thing was I love social media, and I was excited to work with different clients and different types of people so it was really exciting to me and i think the thing that you really liked about is like you had control a little bit over it Mm -hmm. versus what your current job was is you had very limited very limited control and so she did pay for us for to do like a trial it was like a three-day trial um she wasn't in love with what we did we did go there we took like photos for her um and that was a learning experience because I think we were there for like five hours taking photos and I was like this is significant too much time like for how much I think we charged like a hundred bucks yeah and three three posts a hundred bucks five hours of photos we were just really trying to like Get we took it on the, the chin. Yeah, we just want to get Stop her in the door. saying that. I Isn't hate. Isn't that a phrase? It sounds, took it on the chin sounds disgusting. <laughs> wow, dirty mind over there. That's a normal phrase no. people use. Oh my God, that is disgusting. Oh like, <laughs> my goodness. That does not sound appealing. <laughs> I think it's like when you hit your chin or something. Yeah, you know? with jizz. Like, no, okay, dirty mind. Excuse me? That is not the context of that or where it came from. We can urban dictionary <laughs> right now. Back to the topic of conversation. Yeah, back to the top to choke it on the chin. That is disgusting. <laughs> I can't even I don't even know where Took it on the chin. <laughs> do, do you hear I think you just yourself? said choke it on the chin. That is no, I did not. <laughs> It says, take it on the chin means to endure or accept misfortune courageously or stoically. Okay, well, we didn't do that in working with this lady. That's, I think what you are trying to say is, like, we we ate that loss or something. Yes, basically. It, when, it says, when you get Urban Dictionary, <laughs> to suffer a defeat or adversity. <laughs> When you get screwed or lose out on something, the okay, rest so is as incredibly inappropriate. You guys can look it up if you want, but it's very inappropriate. And I'm not and reading Misha's this. gutter mind over there. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. Don't say that anymore. <laughs> I hope you're not saying that at work. <laughs> no. I very rarely use that phrase. Okay, so this so has we been, took it on the chin. Stop talking. Just, I'm going to show you the Urban Dictionary definition when we're done, and you can never say that again. Noted. Anyways, Anyways. jinx. Um, 
Give me a beer. Okay, so <laughs> that was basically okay. And then eventually, like, I needed to work. Like, I had to to do the job of of getting actual money because we needed money. We're gonna have to start paying back this loan and all this stuff because only you were working at the time and yeah. I was doing WAG, which is like walking dogs. And so I got a job, which then sucked because I was like very, very depressed about the fact that like the business essentially in my mind had failed because like I needed to get a job. And originally I was going to be doing that as the main source of income. And I just didn't have the time and capacity to do both. I don't know if we said the client that we actually did have pay, it just didn't work out. Like she, she didn't. She didn't not dislike our service. I think she did like it, but she just basically is like, I don't want to pay this monthly. She wanted way more control, but she didn't want to do it. And I was like, I don't know that we're a good fit, honestly, because I I just like, I don't like to be micromanaged. And it would have probably been a lot more work than what it would have (laughs) paid out because she was going to get like the lowest plan, which I think was only like. 150 bucks or 200 bucks yeah. and she really she really wanted the like highest plan but she did not want to pay, pay for the it. highest plan which honestly we were definitely under market on that, oh we 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 have very cheap prices like we sort of checked out some other companies we to did. see what their prices were <laughs> and like ours that's part of the reason we made them the price we did is because they're way lower than anybody else which we is kind of a mistake on its own like you should part put yourself kind of like at what the market value is otherwise people aren't going to take you seriously you know but we were also were on the mindset of like okay well we're just starting out we have zero clients like we need we need we wanted to work with small businesses um because that was the idea was small local businesses and la 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 anyways so i think our biggest i mean we can probably wrap this up here but i think our biggest finance fail with that is what would you say it is because i had mine written down um, I think we probably did not need as big of a loan that we got. Mm-hmm. Like, it sort of sucks because the business didn't work out, and we ended up paying that off. I think it took us three years, I think, to pay that off. We just, yeah, we just yeah, recently we just paid, paid it, it off, off last year. Um, so it did take us three years. So, yeah. What did we do with the money? Well, for a while, we just had to keep, there's some ex- well, I think we burned up like half of it. Oh, the beginning. stuff. Yeah, and then like our bank account and QuickBooks and everything all cost like $50 or $60 a month. So it just dwindled down. And then um, I, I forget what happened with the rest of it. Yeah. I think at some point we probably took the extra 2000 or something we had and funded the life that we had to afford because we didn't have a job i didn't have a job so yeah that's very possible um i think our biggest mistake that i have down is that we were counting on clients before they paid us and that's really like you should have an idea of who you think your clients could be but we were really like the fact that we said we were 80 percent sure like we shouldn't have been that confident in it um, Which we knew it was definitely a possibility. Like, we were not naive when it came to that. We knew it was a possibility. But we also did not. We thought if we they declined We had, like, three us, options. It was, like, best case scenario, they hire us. Worst case scenario, they they say no, but um, I can working stay there. working. And then the worst case scenario was. Which we didn't think about her getting. Was um, that. We don't yeah. think we even had this as an option was I would not have my job anymore. Um, Which I think that sort of made an impact on it too, because once that happened, like it just was not sustainable for you to not not have another income. Yeah, and then we kind of were like running out of time. Like we didn't have enough time to to commit to the business at that point. So yeah, that was just. um, I think that, and I've never talked about this on the page. I've never talked about what Barclays is. I just said it's like a personal loan. And that's it. And one thing I do truly appreciate is we tried. Like, yeah, we tried to start our own business, which, you know, a lot of people can't or are not willing to do that. And I'm I'm still glad we tried it because I did learn a lot. And honestly, we still have that uh, website. (laughs) If anybody wants to buy it, wants to buy one to five dot com. Yeah. So we are holding on to that. It's uh, I mean, we paid for it. So we just got to pay the renewal every year. We're holding on to it in hopes that someone buys it. Either that, 
we yeah either someone buys it or down the road you never know i don't think who never knows huh we may we may use it again you never know i don't know know. i think one to five uh two (laughs) okay i think i'm just like like this was a really 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 hard time for me um i like got very depressed after i got fired and then this business wasn't working like it was a very hard time for me so like even talking about it is like incredibly sad to me because i i felt like i failed and i did fail like i was so confident in this and i really i mean we told everybody and like which if you know us we uh like we're very like performance and we're very good at what we do so like for us to fail at this sort of sucked (laughs) but i mean it is um it is something that i think you know i am i don't know if i can say i'm proud of it yet um it's like a chapter of my life basically like it's a chapter in my autobiography that i maybe will one day get sponsored to write but i always have to mess with misha every once in a while i still have our shirt and i put it on and she's like you can't wear that i like refuse (laughs) to let him wear it because i know people are gonna ask questions what's that shirt and i threw i threw mine away i threw all of our business cards away like it's it's all gone um and no, I hate that David still. I'm I that you were running out of items to donate on the last day of the month. You could have donated that. I can't. I did something with that. I might have put it in a box, but I think I took it out of my closet. Okay, out of the closet. <laughs> out of the closet. Um. Okay, we have a little more time, but I know you want to watch the State of the Union, and I wanted to talk to you about this other people's business. What? I'll let you decide if we want to put the other people's business on off or not. We're at like 46 minutes. Uh, all right. We got five, 10 minutes. Let's do it. All right. So other people's business. I um, went to Reddit again. Am I the asshole? <laughs> all right. Am I the asshole for refusing to pay for my wife's meal because she keeps forgetting to bring money? <laughs> I usually go out with my wife about every Friday night. When we were dating, she very commonly forgot to bring her purse or money at all. So I would pay for her, but I've been doing this for years and I have reached my absolute limit. I've been frustrated paying for her before, but I never said anything as I didn't want her to think I was selfish. About a week ago, we decided to go eat as a family at a restaurant with my wife and stepdaughter. In the car, I asked her if she brought any money and she said that she didn't. So I told her to go into the house before we leave and bring some cash. She went in and claimed she brought her purse with cash inside. At the restaurant, we received our bill and what do you know, my wife left her purse in the car. I told her to go get it and gave her the keys. She said it wasn't in there. I went to check myself and it really was not there. She looks embarrassed at our table and asks our daughter to pay for her meal. My stepdaughter was going to do it, but I told her to leave it as I would pay. I told my wife that this was the last draw and that she was intentionally doing this. She denied my accusations and said to keep it down. But the minute we got in the car, she called me an asshole for not paying. I responded with the fact that she 100% had the money to pay as she worked a good job and that this was ridiculous. She said I was still being a dick and I needed to think about what I said. I don't think I did anything wrong. Am I the asshole? You are not, sir. (laughs) You are not. Hold on. Well, when you first read the first, like, couple sentences, I was like, oh, man, come on, guy. You got to be like... Before you leave the house you got your money you got your purse <laughs> so he did that and uh so my I question, know your is, question is well, how the, how, <laughs> the wife apparently either went and acted like she got her purse and did not <laughs> like if that was your sole task to go back in the house and get your purse you can't be like Haha, i forgot like or so she didn't have it at all um okay i'm assuming like she went and got her purse, but there was, like, not a wallet inside. There was no cash or a debit card. I would think you'd be like, oh, man, I better make sure. Like, whoo, I'd be mad. You're on the guy's side? A hundred percent. Especially if he's been doing this for years. Because think about this. So, like, uh, we've gone out at times with our friends, and somebody's forgotten their ID. What do we do now before we leave the house? Everybody have your ID. <laughs> so, like, if this has been going on for years, I'm sure this was not their first, like, conversation about it. So she knows. She knows 
It, she has to take some responsibility. So, okay. I feel like, I don't know. The guy isn't answering very many questions. Um, the only thing he said is like, it, it's come to the conclusion that they have separate finances. Like they share some funds, but that they have separate finances, at least in regards to this. Okay. The That's all the information that I could like find out about this. I feel like this sounds like it's the first time he's bringing this up. And if this is the first time he's bringing it up, it's public humiliation, not only in front of her, the people around them, but also her daughter. I really hope it's not his first time bringing this up. And I, if it is, I see what you're saying. So, um, yes, she shouldn't have lied about going in and getting her purse. Um, so you can't even take it serious. Because, okay, that is kind of like, girl, like, come on. But I don't think, I think he's the asshole for the action that he took, which was to blow up and... Not like I mean, yeah, if, I if for her to say like, can you keep it down? Like he had, he couldn't have been like, you really need to bring your purse. Yeah, like, yeah. The, uh, yeah, I don't think making the scene at the restaurant was the right decision. And then, but I mean, like he said, it's been boiling up for years. So if this was his first time, like it's not. I'm not justifying it, but like, you got this has been boiling him for years. So then bring it up years ago. If this was an issue when you, when she was when they were dating. Bring it up. I think that's an important thing to know here, which, as always, I wanted more. more. Um, but yeah, if uh, if this... or be like, hey, can you Venmo me? All right, so, like, fine, I'm happy to pay, but can you Venmo me? Yeah, there's probably another solution. There's a million but, other but solutions. But I think even with that, it'd be frustrating, especially when he tried to be proactive and be like, can you go grab your purse for tonight? Like, I get it, but I just feel like once again, there's a lack of communication. Like, hey, is there a reason you never want to? pay at the restaurant maybe she has some sort of expectation that oh well when i was growing up my dad always paid paid for the meals and that's just how i grew up and that's what i think like maybe it never occurred to her that she's supposed to be paying for this you can't date someone for years and then bubble this up for years and not bring like he should have said oh i've every time i always say like hey can you pay next time it where's the communication man Ah, we gotta know more. You know what's funny is a we lot of these, these stories it comes more. down to the communication. It always comes down to the yeah, communication. Yeah, if you're getting anything from these little bits, communication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you still think he's he she's the asshole or he's not the asshole? I think he is allowed to be frustrated, but yes, I two things I hope he talked about this before and uh he should have maybe handled it at a different time. And I agree. I agree that she shouldn't have lied about getting her purse. Um, yeah, like who does that? <laughs> I feel like I would do that. And I'd be very mad. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but there's another option. So normally it's like you're the asshole. Yes, you're the asshole. Not the asshole. Um, there's another option, which is E-S-H, which is everyone sucks here. So... That's kind of what the community is deciding, that everyone yeah. sucks here. Yeah, All I right. would say so, based on what we know. Based on, David, we're, we're not, you're going to have to get more <laughs> I need to like, call on. these people and get we, them on and we be like, get a we guest on, questions And then you, you can ask the follow-up question. <laughs> All right, well, I want to sign off here. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Follow me on Instagram, at refillingmywallet. Remember to refill your drinks. And refill your wallets. Bye, guys.